And we're back. Welcome, everybody, to episode four of the Football Profits. I am Ramon. I'm joined by Matt. How are you? And Sam. Yo. And, well, guys, it is officially April. You know what that means? It's draft season. And this entire month, we're going to spend it dedicating um, most of our pods with uh, draft content and making up some draft topics, drafts, games, all this culminating until the final week before the NFL draft, where we will give you our own mock draft, each and every one of us. So with that, I pass it out to Sam to hit us with the news that has happened this week so far in the NFL. All right. So the first thing was Bobby Wagner to the Rams. And that was a five-year 50 mil and can get up to 60 mil of incentives. Oh, I didn't know that part. Uh, Ramon, you want to start? Sure. Um, well, I'm going to be honest. For a while, I really thought Bobby Wagner was going to become a Patriot just because of the rumors. And well, the first early rumors, I didn't believe. But as time went by, I'm like, Bill could find a, a deal. And then Judon, he kept recruiting him. And then he put out the tweet that, uh, did you all see uh, Bobby Wagner's a Patriot at this kind of at the same time when Richard Sherman said, Bobby Wagner's decision would come soon. And then I I was asleep, actually. I took a nap the, the, when that deal happened. I wake up, and I see that. And my my day was kind of ruined, but I just grew with disdain for the Rams even more now. I, To be honest, I never thought I would despise the team more than the Dallas Cowboys. I literally – I think I would root for the Cowboys against the Rams if they faced off this year. I can't wow. stand the Rams – they, they are becoming this the version of the L.A. Dodgers. I am praying for their downfall, for both of them, for their demise. It's going to feel so sweet. I I hope Trey Lance is as good as me and Matt think he is, and they the 49ers beat them in a the division and win it, or Kyler Murray puts up the greatest season of his career and beats them too. I want the Rams to fail so hard. Now, in the terms of a Bobby Wagner aspect, this is obviously a great move for the Rams. Um, uh, Sam said in one of our old past TikToks, the, well, he didn't say it for them, but the rich get richer. The defense already has Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey now got Bobby Wagner, one of the better linebackers in the game. Now, I will say I feel like they did overpay a bit. I wanted Bobby Wagner, but after seeing that price, I'm like, yeah, for his age, I wouldn't commit. I wouldn't do five years, 50, which apparently could turn into 60. So I'm kind of glad Belichick stayed away from him there. So – but the Rams, you know, right now they don't really care. They can pay whoever the hell they want, and somehow it doesn't seem to affect them. I, you could probably put all your money in the world; they'll probably be back in the Super Bowl because the NFC only has Brady. And like I said, if Lance is good, and well, as much as I like Kyler, let's be honest, as long as Cliff is there, they aren't going anywhere. And I feel like they're one of the teams that nobody's talked about that I think has has actually um, declined a bit this offseason. Like they haven't really made moves to get better, and I think they've sort of decreased a bit. They haven't gotten better as well. Like they've lost some people. Um, yeah, that's my sense on the Bobby Wagner. It's a great move for for the for the Rams in terms of now where they want to win. They don't care about the future. Bobby Wagner gets himself a good contract. He wanted. He also wanted to contend, so he gets to go to a contender. And yeah, the rest of the NFL, good luck. Well, the NFC because I'm pretty sure I I, I think there's AFC teams now that can match up with them. And Rams, Rams fans, Dodger fans, I'm. Praying for your collapse. I hope you this season is as miserable 
as it was for us Patriot fans with Cam Newton back in 2020. Fair enough. All right. So I think obviously this is a good move for the Rams in terms of Bobby Wagner player. Obviously he's not the same player as he once was, you know, like he's still got a little bit of gas left in the tank though. Still a second team all pro, but like we obviously know that he's taken a step back with age, but I think Bobby Wagner would be a very good piece for that team that has kind of lacked linebacker over the past, like, couple years. Kenny Young was their best linebacker over the last couple of years. He's, he's more of, like, an edge, though. I was, I was talking about, like, Oh, I, I forgot that Bum was still there. Yeah, Floyd is there. And then and they had, like, Von Miller on the other edge. Like, they had some good rushers, but in terms of, like, middle linebackers, they kind of lacked at that position for a while. So, they're going to get, like, a true quarterback in the defense, guy with the high IQ. Like I said, obviously not the same player as he once was, but he still has plenty of gas in the tank for the Rams. I, I don't know. Is that five years? Like, is it like a Von Miller deal where he can, like, get out of it or the Rams can get out of it if it's not great? Or is that, like, is they fully I, committed to that? I don't believe so because I didn't see anything when I looked it up. Wait, but... the Bills can get out of the Von Miller deal? Or yeah, he can get... it, it's it's a basically like a three-year contract if they want it to be. It's that they – they can easily got out of it in like two to three years, I believe. That's, so, that's actually like, it's not, that's a pretty good move for the Bills then. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like completely guaranteed six years. I think it's a weird contract. Oh, but, well, if, if they see that he's like showing age, they can get out of it. Yeah, they can get out of that. Not bad. Yeah. So, well, yeah, um, I didn't yeah. see anything of it, so I don't, I don't think so, but it yeah. might be. Yeah, so but still though, even if it's not, I mean, it's it is a relatively friendly contract. Five years, fifty million is a decent price for him, considering that he really want. What was it like twelve million? He wanted like he was aiming apparently for a rumor, for like a one year deal worth like eleven or twelve million. Yeah, but he got he gets ten million a year plus incentives, so it's kind of basically the same thing over five years. Will he remain in LA for those five years? I guess probably not because father time kind of catches up with you and he probably will get released at some point, but he's got a high IQ quarterback. Oh, defense been, and the Rams are still going to be a really good team with that week NFC. So I think this is a great move for them. Can't wait in four years when Bill trades a fourth rounder for him. Right. He goes back uh, to Seattle for him. Probably. I think, uh, I think it's a bit of an overpay just for five years, assuming that they can't get out of it. Because he's going to be getting paid 10 mil, maybe a little more with incentives at age 36. That's a little much. But uh, yeah. in the meantime, it does fill a hole that they do that right. they did they have. They cold. They've had that hole so, for a long time. It's going to be like a risk where you do get to fill a hole now, but then later on you're going to be paying an old Bobby Wagner 10 mil. You also lost – you also lost Von Miller, so it's kind of like you you kind of put one hole That's in true. and you lose something else. So yeah, so they did kind of need it pretty bad. Um, anyone else have anything to say? I think, I think I'm good. No, only that. I hope the Rams suck. Okay. Uh, Do they play the Bucks this year? Do they play the Bucks this year? Yeah, they play the Bucks, Cowboys, oh, Packers. I hope. I hope I hope the Bucks whoop them really bad. Okay. They uh, they thought they retired Tom and Tom's like I'm back from the dead, sure. and he beats their new God Squad. He has a God Squad of his own. 
can't. Uh, anyway. I mean, it's not as God as that. Earlier today, Devontae Parker gets traded to the Patriots. For, Woo, let's go. Wide receiver one. For a third next year. And we, um, we also got a fifth, right? That, yeah, it's Devontae a fifth. Yeah. They get a third, we get a fifth, and Devontae. Yeah. Ramon, you want to share it, though? Yeah, so at first I was upset. Not because Devontae is a bad player now. I'm not saying he's a great, great player, but because I, I, I'd also, I had, oh, it was just like the Bobby Wagner news. Although the Bobby Wagner's happened during the day, I was taking a nap. But this time I had just barely woken up. My eyes were still like, and I hadn't put on my glasses. Look at my phone, and it says, uh, pass trade for Parker. And I look at the deals, and I, all I see is a third and a fifth. And at first I thought that's what we gave up for him. And I didn't care about the fifth. It was that we had given up a fifth. I couldn't believe that we had given up a third. I'm like, our defense is in such a mess, and you want to be giving up a good pick that we could use on probably a player that could, because you know the draft. There's always good players that eventually mm-hmm. potentially Especially fall. In this draft with a lot of depth. Yeah, in there. and but even if they do fall, knowing our coach, he'd probably pick the guy that we're not supposed to pick there. He'd probably pick yeah. like somebody that's supposed to go in the seventh round. Oh, okay. um, so that's what I thought at first. I was like, ah, whatever. I'm like, I, I mean, so I gotta learn to just whatever. Just. We don't know it's not gonna have a good it's not gonna be a great season, but he's better than what we've got. Whatever. Then I finally cleaned myself, I was showered, I opened my eyes, and I go and look at it again. I'm reading more into seeing everybody's thoughts and I'm like, wait, a third next year. I'm like, okay, now this makes this even better. So we got a pretty solid player who I'll get well, I'll get to my feelings about him as a player, but a pretty solid player, and I feel like we give up nothing. We get a fifth in return, and we give up a third next year, which I know someone's like, well, the third could be good next year, and that, that's true. But we apparently we're going to get a third-round compensatory for the J.C. Jackson. So I'm, I'm cool with that. So I was like, oh, then this is actually a pretty good move by Bill. doesn't hurt to give him a try. Like I said, better than every receiver on our team. But what's it called? Um, Again, we are – we're looking at our team and it's still like this is we've been wanting receiver for we've been clamoring for receiver the entire time. And this is a move that makes us go like, Oh, wow. Game changer, savior of the franchise. This guy's going to help us compete. Like, no, I I was actually looking at Bill's page and they're like, like, Oh, cool. He's still mid though. And it is true. I mean, this move doesn't scare anybody. And I still don't even think it makes us better than the dolphins. We still have a lot to to add, even if we did fix up the defense, I still don't think we have the offense to even contend. So then I was um thinking about it. There is still a way to make this salvageable is drafting a receiver, but I'm at the point where I would wait to the third or fourth round for a receiver because I feel like we have too much to take that we have to pass on receivers. And uh, so if that's not – if we don't do that case, I wouldn't mind. But apparently that we're still interested in Odell, Odell would be perfect to fit along with this team. Got a bunch of wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes, and I feel like Parker is the perfect wide receiver too. Like he, he can play that role yeah. phenomenally, and we'd have Odell as our wide receiver. Of course, the injury concern is a problem, but like I think Odell could help solve this team to make to make the offense at least way better than than it should be. Or we go and draft one, but like I said, I don't want to draft one. If we do, I'm not gonna be so mad. But like I'll be like, okay, well, we're gonna have to pray that our offense can get into shootouts because that defense next season. It's not going to be pretty. But yeah, that's my takes on it. It's an okay move. Doesn't really – we didn't give up that much for him. Doesn't hurt to give him a try, but doesn't really game-change our offense. And by the way, before I get to you guys, did you know that we're the only team to be paying four pass catchers 10 or more million a year? 
Devontae Parker, Nelson Aguilar, John Smith, and Hunter Henry. And Hunter Henry. I didn't, Henry, think, I didn't think Parker was getting paid 10 mil more. I thought it was. No, was apparently. Paid that money. 10 mil. Yeah, they're saying that, that it is. It's 5.6. No, it's that. No, but like in terms of like cap hit, that's yeah. around there, like nine to it's almost 10 mil. 10, yeah. 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 Okay. For the next two years. So like it's still pretty like, and I'll, of course, it's cheap compared to the other receivers that Bill would have probably liked to get. But yeah. That's all I have. You guys can take it away. Uh, okay, so I saw the trade. I was doing yard work, so I didn't see the trade until like an hour after it happened. And basically when I saw the trade, I was like, okay, this is this is a solid move because for both teams, actually, it's a pretty solid move because with us, you're getting a guy that, you know, he can go up and get that contested ball, which I think is missing in our offense besides that one occasional ridiculous catch than Nikhil would make every year. But he can go up and get that contested ball, and he's a much better route runner than Nikhil is. So I think that that's yeah. that he definitely upgraded on the receiver position. But like you said, he's not a true number one. And like he's not like a complete game changer, but he definitely helps this offense grow in a way. Like we have all these like good pass catchers, but not great ones. And I, when the way I looked at it is, is it's basically if we were going to take a receiver in the first round, Devontae Parker's a pretty decent receiver. So the way I looked at it is, is there's been receivers in the cut that go in the first round that have been great over the last couple of years, like Jefferson, Chase, Waddle. All those guys. But for every one of those guys, there's a Henry Ruggs or a, like, I'm trying to think of, like, other ones. Rashad Bateman. Like, like guys that haven't yet. Kevin White. Themselves. Kevin White. Yeah, they, there's those those guys. So, I think that we can we get that, we get that, like, immediate hole filled right now rather than taking a receiver in the first round where we can focus, like, on a corner or a linebacker this first round. It's just kind of filling holes on this team that need to be filled. I think Devontae Parker is a pretty good piece to add to this offense because I think he's a pretty talented receiver when he's healthy. And as for the Dolphins, they got what a twenty twenty three third. I think that's I think that's some decent value to be honest. Because they actually got good value for a guy that, that I didn't yeah. think they get good enough value for. Like this is a guy that they they just traded for Tyreek, and they uh, obviously I didn't think there was no way that Parker was going to be there next year getting paid, but he gets paid. They signed Cedric Wilson to kind of a discount contract before Christian Kirk got paid a lot. So lucky they did that because Cedric Wilson might've got a little bit overpaid if they waited to sign him. So they got Cedric Wilson, who's a pretty good third receiver. So you just kind of thought there is no way that Parker's going to be here. I think we were all under the assumption that he'd be probably be going to what Philadelphia. We all said, or something. Oh, yeah. I, don't know, I was thinking like Philadelphia. I didn't think we'd get him because we were in division, but they said – Yeah, I never once crossed my mind that yeah, we would yeah, it was him. like, who cares? Like, we'll just get our third-round pick, which I think is I think is pretty good value for a guy like Devontae Parker, a guy that they needed to get rid of. Well, they didn't need to get rid of him, but a guy that they kind of just shedded salary for and freed up some salary to maybe sign some other piece on their roster, and they got a third-round pick in next year. So that's a, that's a decent asset for them to get for a receiver that they really found expendable. Yeah. Well, unlike you guys, a little over a week ago, I typed in a group chat. <laughs> yeah, he there. did. <laughs> I was going to go get Devontae Parker, and look what happened. <laughs> I remember we thought uh, we were like – we knew you we were joking. And so, so, I'm pretty sure Matt said, no, Bill, don't, you can stay asleep. Don't get it done. I don't think I said it for Devontae. I said it for. I, been, I know I said it for Deshaun Hamilton. No, you won't. No, actually, no. I, I, I said that. Actually, I said I said. Nah, bro, you can say it, Steve. Let Philly have him. 
I said that I knew one. We were getting them. Uh, the uh, uh, little thing. Cons list for the Pats are the pros. They needed a wide receiver, and they got one. Uh, they didn't really give up much. And the cons no. are that he's not a legit receiver one. No, uh, no, so they 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 didn't need a receiver. They need a receiver one, so they didn't get that. Because again, we are solid at receiver. We just need a receiver one. Like you put also, a receiver one with all these guys, it's like a fine. I mean, offense. another another pro with it is, is he has two years of control. So yeah. we're not getting a one year guy here. We're getting a two year guy, which is to me a solid for a third round value. Also, if we're telling where we were when this trade happened, I was at the driving range. I got in the car and I saw the <laughs> notification for it, and I was like, "Oh, it's rumors we're gonna get Devontae Parker." And then I saw it again. Another alert came up right after that. And I was like, oh, shit, we got him. Wait, so there was rumors? I, I didn't see that part. I, I just saw that we him. got no, him. No, no, no. I, I, thought him. The thing, I thought the thing that said we got him was a rumor. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it said, like, Patriots are, like, interested in him. Oh, okay. But then it turns out we got him. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> For the Dolphins side, though, uh, they didn't really need him. They, exactly. They got a third for him. They literally just got rid of a guy that... He, he was the odd man out in this offense, technically. Uh, and then also, they got rid of a pretty pretty big contract for someone that they didn't need. It's 5.6 next year and then 5.7 the year after. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty big contract for someone that wouldn't really play. Could, uh, could we make the argument that this might be the best quarterback that he's playing with? Because, yeah. like, like yeah. Tannehill, Miami Tannehill isn't Tennessee Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill yeah, yeah. Tannehill is better. Well, the 2019-2020 Tannehill, not this year Tannehill. I don't care what Tannehill is. Mac better than any Tannehill. <laughs> well, I don't think about – I don't know. I don't know about the one that year that he was – you could argue he was top ten. I do. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, uh, unlike you guys, though, I think the Dolphins could have gotten a tiny bit more, like a third this year. I don't, no, I, don't I thought they were getting no. I thought they were getting less. I was surprised that they even got this. They got a. I don't think they could have gotten a third this year. Yeah, they, they, I, I think disagree. Just I think because just because his, they didn't really have more. leverage with it because they people knew he was going to get traded. So the fact that they were yeah. able to get a third in point blank period, I thought they were going to get like a fifth or something, like a fourth or a fifth, because that's usually what happens when there's like. Because Matt Ryan went for a third this year, right? And he's a quarterback. He's worth it, but he's worth yeah, it. He's worth the third, exactly. Part like, I, like even if we gave up a third this year, like I wouldn't be like too opposed. But I mean, at the same time, no, I, I, I would. I for for him, yes, I would be like, I, yeah, what? You know, you know, yeah, yeah, just yeah. yeah if it was like a no, like, if yeah. we got like a, a star receiver, like a legit receiver one, I would be like, okay, I'm cool with that. Well, yeah, we but, were yeah. for a third. I mean, Amari Cooper went for a fifth, so. Yeah, like I wouldn't have been upset if we gave up a third for Amari Cooper, even though we knew he was yeah. going to be released. No way, like, no way. I would, I would have loved that. But I, uh, I think it's kind of funny that Devontae Parker went from one of the most hated people in Patriots, Patriots. fan bases to now. Yeah, because he owned us every time he played now us. Now, now, now he's on our team. Also, a thing I was arguing with a dog. No, I actually, I, I, I actually didn't. I actually didn't. Uh, I, I grew up my head with him after he was on Gilly's side on that post. Remember when he fought with Michael Thomas on Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm like, you know what? You may play for my rival, but I kind of messed with Devontae Parker. I, predi- I remember I predicted his breakout year in 2019. I like Devontae Parker. I never really hated him. But yeah, and I don't think I ever hated Parker either. I think he's pretty decent. I think he'll fill our need pretty well. 
Uh, next thing that we're going to do is talk about the overtime rule. I'm pretty um, sure I know where Moan is. I'm pretty sure all of us are against it. I hate that rule. The overtime was fine. I don't care if people say, oh, everybody deserves a chance. Though The team that wins the toss always wins. That is not true. The Rams proved it and the Bengals proved it. And and then everyone's like, oh, well. But he's like, everyone said, like, every, to every team gets a chance at it. And then after that, it goes back to normal rules. But it's just dumb because you're just adding more time to a game that also, like, yeah, sure. As a football fan, it's like, oh, cool, yeah. But you got to think about it also for the players. This is a big game. Like, let's just say it's the, the divisional round, right? And it was well, like the Chiefs one. Divisional round, Mahomes goes down the field, scores, and then they're like, all right, Josh Allen, you got a chance now. And then they go down. And because of how long – these guys have already been playing for 60 minutes. You just give them extra and you're giving them an extra drive. You're just allowing a chance for injuries to happen right before a big game. I, I think – yeah, that just sucks for players. You're making them play even more, wearing them out even more. And if you have a problem with – my my thing with when people complain about the overtime rule, if you have a problem how overtime works, you know what? Then do something about it in the in regular time. End the game in regular time. Don't allow it to go to overtime. You allowed it to go to overtime, so you live with how it ends. If you don't want, you don't like how it ended in overtime, well, guess what? You should have not allowed the game to go overtime in the first place. And that same goes for the Bills because they're kind of like the team that made this happen. You had 13 seconds. You can't blame the overtime rules. This was your fault. You had 13 seconds. Well, well the defense's fault, but yeah. 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 Um, I'm like, I'm not, I'm going to offer a completely different perspective because like, obviously we can, we can all say we hate it, but I'm going to try to go on like the sort of the pro side with this one because, you know, I think it'd be more interesting to kind of argue that. So I was thinking about this rule, right? And I was just thinking, Okay, well, there's both sides get the ball, and then it goes to sudden death again like normal, right? So it got me thinking, well, no, I don't think any team will allow it to get to that point. So that's where the coaches have to step up and be like, okay, dude, we have to go for two here. And then I think that can make the game more interesting because if they don't get it, the other team can just go down and kick the extra point. But if they do get it, then the team would have to go for two. I think that could be really interesting. And I think that it kind of it's kind of a, a full team effort, right? Because, yes, the Chiefs did deserve to win that game. But the Chiefs' defense is also getting cooked. And now it's going to force one of those defenses to make a stop. So, like, people were saying, like, the defensive value goes down. I don't think the value of defense went down at all. Because I think one of these defenses at the end of the day is still going to have to step up and make a stop. Or else that team is going to lose. So, do I really like this overtime rule? No. I mean, I I don't really think that changing it just for I don't think experimenting with a new rule in the playoffs is necessarily a good idea but I think that it can add some sort of excitement in a way for like offenses defenses and coaching staff to kind of all get involved in OT have to make the correct decisions have to be in the correct spots and I think that it 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 might be a decent rule maybe I don't know I have a question though yeah so if a team goes down in overtime, they score, they get the two point. The next team goes down, they score, they get the two point. What happens? They play again? Sudden death. It's basically just yeah. Like then, normal. then it goes to how yeah normal. Then first score this rule wins. is so dumb. This is yeah, so that's that's horrible. the one thing I don't like about it is that if it just if it if it it's not because, decided, yeah, that it's literally just normal and, OT. 
It's taking defense out of the game. You're, the whole point no, of the game is to have a good offense and a good defense. No, I don't but, think it's taking it defense out. out of it because one of those defenses is going to have to make a stop to win in that moment. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Well, if, if you don't, if you have an issue with this rule and you're saying, well, how come uh, this team just needs to go down? Hmm. Fucking play defense. I don't. I, I don't get the. I don't get the people saying it's fairer for both teams. No, it's not because after after both teams score. The, the yeah, next team that gets goes, the ball, yeah, you, either way, it's, yeah, either way, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's, it's dumb. It's it's it's, I, it's like it's like if both of you guys had one drive to end in the last quarter and the last and you both scored and then you're telling you just yeah, oh it's that's, overtime. That's why that's why I mentioned the two point because I feel like teams are gonna have to go for two in this scenario and if the team doesn't get it on the first try, that's basically that te- that defense stepping up and making the stop. And then if that side goes down, they get to like deserve to kick the extra point sort of thing because they stepped up. I got the two. So, I think this is especially dumb because it's in the playoffs only. That yeah, that that's my thing. Is that why why it should be an all time an all the time thing or none no no I think, time. I think if you're going to experiment with it at all, it has to be during the regular season because, yeah. like I mean. In the or, playoffs, like I, I thought we were experimenting with the USFL first and then going. Like, why don't we just do that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't even. What is the wait? What is the USFL one? Well, there's a thing where like the NFL is going to start putting rules into the USFL just to test it out. Oh yeah, it, oh, it, if it, yeah. If it works in the USFL, then the NFL will consider bringing the. So I don't know why we didn't just do that. Oh yeah, why did we just do that? Yeah. Yeah. Just... Well, maybe because they don't think you know, maybe because you know, they don't think a USFL game will go to overtime. I think, you, know, you know what I think it was? I think it was just the fans were getting angry they wanted at that the Bills. They wanted they wanted a change in the OT rules. So the NFL had to step I, up and say we got to give it, the fans what they want, and they changed I, it. I hope it's like remember when the Saints fans complained for the pass interference, so the NFL changed it, and then after one year they can't they stopped it. Yeah, where you could remember you could challenge yeah, pass interference. I remember that. Yeah, that 2019 season, I believe that was. Yeah, terrible yeah, was because they challenged. Time. They wanted to challenge everything. Everything got everything got challenged. Dude, that was awful. And like, yeah. was there was there even a penalty to like challenging that, or was, like you did you always lose a timeout? Was that? Yeah, I think you would lose a timeout if you were wrong. Okay, and then but it, but if you kept if you kept winning it, you could just keep going, right? I think so, yeah. That, I don't remember. I thought about that because thankfully they got rid of it. Yeah, but like, also I feel like that could have worked if they said right or wrong, one challenge. But yeah. I don't know. Um, so moving on, there's if you could change one more rule, what would you change? I'm gonna start, and I'm gonna say, I would change roughing the passer. Yeah, because yeah. that it, it, it's. Or maybe like you could challenge roughing the passer or like something along yeah, the lines. Yeah, roughing of that. the passer is so terrible. Because like there's there's terrible. calls that are late hits. Really, any really pass, hits. any any penalties like that, roughing the passer, pass interference, holding, hands, anything like those types of penalties mm-hmm. are getting out of hand. I, and all sports would, too, basketball too. I would change the the current rule that we have now of overtime back to the original. I would uh, what's it called um, oh I I want to go back to the old catch rule, that rule does is catch no catch, and um we're going all sports. I think college football should have NFL type rules. I hate the fact that you could have one foot out of bounds and still that. be 
yeah. being the cat. Because I, like I feel like at the end of the day, it would only help your receivers at, in college because yeah. they'd have to learn how to get two feet down instead of one. I think it, it might make the transition worth. to the NFL a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like give them actual type of NFL rules. That's why these young. Because everyone's like, oh, these young guys always get called for flags because they're young. No, it's not because they're young. It's because college doesn't have the college same rules. Really, it's not really preparing them for the NFL. Yeah. Because it probably should. In high school, mm-hmm. I don't really care. You can have those types yeah, of rules. Yeah, one foot college. Down, yeah. Now, nobody cares about amateur football. Because yeah. high school, it's like they're not as skilled. But college, you should be as skilled as the NFL players. Well, you could, you should have to you should have to grow into it. Like I feel like that's the point. It's like when you when you go to college, you you go there to grow as it, a it's, person. But it's, it's like it when you go to middle school like, and they and they teach you like, all right, you're gonna have to start moving class and stuff like that. Right, exactly. It's to prepare you for high school, that's what they right. should be doing. And that's what it should be. Everything should be. Your like, everything you do should prepare you. For, like even like the NFL, like that should prepare you for life after this kind of thing. Like it, it's one of those things where it, it should be like normal life, where it should be. This prepares you for this, which prepares you for that, and so on and so forth. What's your yeah. I you know, so I'm surprised none of you guys I, I have another one, but I'm surprised none of you guys said the taunting rule. Because that is awful. Yeah, that's awful. The, as well. Okay, no, 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 it, no, it's it no, it's bad, but I don't think it's bad. If you want to talk about bad, go look at the in college it's terrible yeah, it's in high bad. school. But no, because there's sometimes in NFL will they'll they'll do one and they won't call it. it I think it just depends the rep. Stared at a bench, oh, a yeah. sideline, <laughs> menacingly, and got a taunting call that costed them the game. I think that that is awful in my book. Clyde Edwards-Elaire pointed at somebody and got a touchdown revoked. I'm pretty sure, like some, well, I remember something the, crazy like that. And remember then, the preseason, the preseason game that Colts running back like four stringer. He he got a first down and he like just puts his yeah. arms to celebrate, kind of like how Mahomes does when he's running all the time. Celebration and taunting. Yeah, and that was that was stupid. Yeah, and then. <laughs> But this is the rule. Like this is the rule. I think could be interesting to implement. So, over time, that kick has been so predictable, right? Like you, like there's not many, there's not many more patterns that a football could travel than the ones that have already been traveled. So here's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking: you put in a fourth and twenty-five situation, and oh, it's, kind of like the the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it, it's like in the it's XFL. Complete, it's not. It's very it, the chances of you converting it are very low. No, but I would I, I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do forward. I feel like that's too low. I would, it's ten yards that you need to get for the when you're doing the onside kick, right? I would do a fourth and ten. I know that some no, are catchable, but some that, some like aren't that's always. That's, odds, no, people would do that all the time. Up. Yeah, fine. I would do like fourth and, fourth and like, fifteen. And then, 15, come on. I think twenty five because I would do twenty five. It's a little long. I would do fourth and twenty. No, because I think 25 and the onside kick, recovering that or doing a fourth and 25 is basically like – it's kind of like the same odds. If anything, like I think fourth, fourth and 25, 25 is more convertible than that. But at least you can make the – Unless – oh, no. The only way it's convertible if it's a C.D. Lamb versus Jalen Mills. They didn't convert that. Right. They they were one yard short. But anyway um, – yeah, so I think that a fourth and 25 – or something like something in that ballpark, and you make the decision between that and an onside kick. I think it would kind of add to like a certain element to the end of the game because, like, if you're down by like a touchdown or a field goal at the end, it's like, oh, you got an onside kick it now, or you miss a two pointer, it's like, oh, you got an onside kick, and you're probably not going to get it. Like, that one out of like a hundred chance you get it. Like, now you can like just say, oh, 
fourth and 25, we can take our eyes at that. Like a team would play like prevent defense. It'd still be very hard to convert, but at least it would make it interesting. Yeah. Um, is there anything else, any other rules you guys think? I think I think that's it for me. Yeah, that's about right. yeah. So now we move to grading the draft, the twenty twenty draft. This the is Joe Burrow draft class of Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert. Um, so do you guys want me to just like say the the team and then we'll just go? Yeah, and who is the who is the classes pulled up? Does anyone have those? I have the up? classes pulled up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. You can say okay. the team then. You can. So first up, we got the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, a couple names they got were Isaiah Simmons, uh, Eno Benjamin, Endo, Eno, Eno Benjamin, or Enzo Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. Eno, yeah, Eno, whatever his name is. Um, I gave this a B minus. Because they got Isaiah Simmons, which eventually, probably this year, maybe next year, he should take the step up and be a, a pretty good player for them. Uh, N.L. Benjamin is a pretty good depth running back. And Lee, I don't know how you say it, Lecky, Fudu, something like that. Mm-hmm. D-tackle, he was stepping up when uh, J.J. Walker hurt. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. I gave them. I think I gave them a C plus because yes, they got a bunch of they got a bunch of solid depth pieces, which I don't think should be taken for granted. They got Isaiah Simmons, who is is kind of that do it all defensive player, but he's not. He's like he's not really like there yet in terms of really like the Cardinals want him to be, I guess. But um, I think that they did a pretty solid job of getting some depth in this class, and they got hopefully a decent player for their defense and Isaiah Simmons, who is can become something better than decent. So, for that reason, I gave him a C+. Plus. Right. So, like, all I know so Ramon? 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 Yeah? You're, you, you cut, cut out, bro. Oh. Um, all I know is Isaiah Simmons, Eno, and Josh Jones. Who are the other ones that they got? Lake Fudu, Rashad Lawrence, and Evan Weaver. I'll go C, I'll go C plus. Plus only because I like the potential of Isaiah Simmons, but everybody else in this draft has been like, eh. And even yeah, Isaiah Simmons, he Isaiah Simmons is where they thought he would be right now. Yeah, I I thought he would he was my I thought he was the best player in the draft. I said I would I would take a of course if you need a quarterback, you don't go him, but I said if he if you if you're not going quarterback, I would take him over anybody else. I well actually no, wait. That's a change. Yeah, I actually yeah, but that's done by me. I actually said I would take him over Chase Young just because of his versatility. But yeah, he hasn't really shown anything. But you still have the potential with him. That's why I would give him a plus. But other than that, it was kind of a bo- a below average outside of Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we got the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, AJ Terrell, but that's really it. They got Marlon Davidson, Matt Hennessy was all right, Michael Walker, Jalen Hawkins, and Sterling. Hoffercher, the punter. I gave this a B plus just because AJ Terrell was an absolute stud. Pretty, a pretty big steal for the 16th pick. Mm-hmm. But then after that, just really gets not. Even then, they got the three. time people were saying they overdrafted Terrell. Yeah, so I'll give at the time, time it was not a big, big, big defensive player in right. Terrell, and then Matt Hennessy as well as so right. I, I actually, I, I thought they had, I thought that was amazing value for him. Terrell, I'm like, actually, I'm, I have my notebook here. 
as my highest ranked corner. And in my mock draft, I think I had him going to Atlanta, but I said it would be a good pick for them. I'm trying to, yeah, I have them. Well, you guys can keep doing your, like, the talking yeah. about it. Right. But yeah, so, I had him in my notes. Hi. Yeah, the rest of this draft wasn't anything special. I mean, they, they have some solid guys. I'm pretty sure Hennessy has gotten some starts at left, or their offensive line. Marlon Davidson really hasn't been as advertised, but he's gotten some starts. And Michael Walker, I'm pretty sure, is a regular starter there. I'm not 100% sure because I'm not watching many Atlanta games unless they appear on red zone or something like that. But Terrell is a stud, and I think that a lot of grades you'll see from me. I think if you get yourself a franchise player, I think that it really inflates your grade. And that's what Terrell did. I think that they get a beat because of Terrell and because they have a couple of solid depth pieces, just like Arizona, but Isaiah Simmons really isn't that franchise potential player just yet. But for me, this is a B because of Terrell and Terrell only. Michael yeah, Walker is not starting. He's not starting. In fact, I wasn't. He's although I think he, he, he might this year, though, because of the last yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so I, I actually wasn't super high on Jeff Okuda, actually. I said, although ranked top corner, um, I had him actually ranked fourth in my corners, and I said the, my only, the only liking with him is his high ceiling. So I was like, oh, C.J. Henderson, I was him. I said, has the potential to be the best from this draft. And what we both like, CJ, well, I know me and Matt like C.J. Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeff Gladney, uh, says, uh, I wasn't that yeah, high on He would go first, but he has some weaknesses. And here we go, yeah, A.J. Terrell. My top corner, great press man co- uh, coverage corner, great for the jealousy, reads the quarterback, he's a jump ball challenger, and he shows up in big games. So I was high on A.J. Terrell. I was also high on uh, Jalen Johnson. I had him going in round one, too. Pretty good player. And Trayvon Diggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. well, he's not uh, a bad player. I didn't give my Atlanta grade. I'm actually going to go – I'm going to go with the same, actually, that I gave the Cardinals. It's uh, Although, yeah, A.G. Terrell has been really great. Um, Matt Hennessy has been solid. I do like Mikkel Walker, but, again, like Isaiah Simmons, hasn't really – well, Isaiah Simmons hasn't gotten playing time unlike Mikkel Walker, but I was really high on the Mikkel Walker pick. But I'm going to go C-plus because outside of A.G. Terrell, it's like it's a really eh, draft uh, below average, kind of like the Cardinals. All right, yeah. we can keep, keep going, yeah. Actually, my notes, I have all, all the picks actually from that draft class on every team. Well, yeah. Next up is uh, Baltimore Ravens. They picked a lot, so just like the guys that pop out are Devin DuVernay, uh, J.K. Dobbins, and Patrick Queen. I gave them an A-. minus. Du- DuVernay, Dobbins, Queen, pretty good draft class for them. They got themselves three starters. I don't think when they start. I have a kicker punt return. I think he's a kick returner mainly. He might get some. Yo, Sam. You forgot to mention one of my favorite picks in the draft. In fact, a guy I thought would be the steal of the draft, James Proche. Sure. Okay. All right. So my Baltimore grade. You gave him what an A minus. I gave them an A minus. I gave them a B plus just because Dobbins and Queen were great. Last year in 2020, they were they showed a lot of promise, but to me, JK got hurt this year. And Patrick, I didn't think that back from him, though. 
Yeah, no, still it's, it's still a good. I'm, I'm just saying they got a lot of value also, last year. Duvernay then, does start according to ESPN's depth chart. Does, does he start at kick returner though? I don't. I don't know if that. Uh, he's a wide receiver. No, he, three. Yeah, he does play. I, he's number. Oh, you never see. You never see number thirteen Matt, on the field. That's I, him. I do. I do. But usually, it's. I thought it was more like a bait because Rashad Bateman got in there and. Marquise and Sammy Watkins got some reps, so I didn't know if Duvernay ever ever got in there. But Duvernay's a wide receiver three. I felt like Duvernay was on the field more than Bateman and Sammy Watkins, honestly. Okay. Uh. Well, I gave them a B plus just because Queen kind of took a step back, and I think that this. I mean, was a hurt defense though. He. Well, yeah, I know. I understand. I understand. But I'm grading the player that we saw, not the player that could be. And I think they all have potential to be very good. In their on their perspective roles, but right now goal. I think it's a B. But I I think they I think a B plus is good for now until I see that they can get back to where they were. Yeah, you guys are being really nice. Honestly, I'm going B minus. Look, really? I think Patrick Queen has had a great rookie year. Then his second year was a bit as it was not as good. yeah, it wasn't as great. I like J.K. Dobbins a lot, but the dude's always hurt. Uh, Justin Mayabuki yeah, is like Duvernay has been. Has been solid. Uh, no, hasn't Jakey Dobbins gotten hurt like both years? Oh, I think he played one year. He just he 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 got eased mm. in his rookie year because they had Mark Ingram. I I like Malik Harris, but Harrison, but still like nothing. Um, Proshi, I'm surprised he he was super bad too. Oh, this by the way is the draft that they got Geno Stone. Yeah, but yeah, I'm going B minus. By the way, I overrated these guys when they were first drafted because so also I this is. The Arizona one after the draft, I gave them an A minus for their draft class. Now I'm giving them a C plus. The Falcons, I gave them an A. Now I'm giving them a C plus. The Ravens, an A plus. Now I'm giving them a B minus. Jeez, a lot of A's getting thrown around here. Yeah. So, uh, moving on, the Buffalo Bills. A couple names that pop out are Isaiah Hodgins, Tyler Bass, Jake Fromm, Gabriel Davis, Zach Moss, AJ Epinesa. Epinesa. Um, I gave them a C plus, but re-looking at this, I'm going to give them a C. Really nobody that stands out and nobody great. Gabriel Davis is all right. Tyler Bass is good, but, I mean, he's a kicker, so. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to give him a C. B minus. Oh, sorry, man. Oh, sorry. You already, you already said your grade. You go. Um, I was not a big fan of Vanessa even when coming out of his draft, and he still hasn't reached on that much. I do like Zach Moss, but again, he doesn't really get that much. Gabriel Davis is finally getting into this offense, which is good. I like that. Tiger Bass seems like their long-term answer at kicker. Isaiah Hodgins was good for a while, but there's no way you're giving a team. A B minus. Did you say all... B minus or D minus? I didn't... B minus. By the way, by the way, this is the grade I gave them when they finished this draft class. Oh, okay. So it's okay. Same, same grade. Because actually, the players I like from their draft class are the only ones I I am actually liking. Because I didn't like the Vanessa. I didn't even like the Jake Fromm one. I like the Zach Moss. I like the Davis. I like the Bass, and I like the Hodgins, which are the four players from this draft class that I actually think have been the good ones for them or solid for them. So draft stays the same. B minus. Okay. Uh, to me, this is a C because they didn't they didn't hit on their first two picks. Zach Moss was a healthy scratch for some of this season, I believe. I think he just was so – he just didn't get playing time because they chose for him not to get playing time, not because he was injured, but because they chose. Gabe Davis is, I guess, 
decent to he's he's more of like a receiver three, receiver four. He's not really anything spectacular. He's a decent role player for an offense though. Can't really hit fall from for that pick. Tyler Bass seems to be very good, but that's that's a kicker. I mean like as much as much as having a good kicker is important, kickers are a very like I don't I don't I hate to say like replaceable position, but like there's a lot of kickers that rotate in and out throughout the course of a season. Even though having stability to kicker is good, I don't think that it's really a justifiable thing to move him up because of how good Tyler Bass is. Jake Fromm, they got one year out of and has a backup and he made headlines in the wrong ways by I, I forget I forget like stuff he said, but and like those ways he made headlines. Epineza hasn't really shown anything. He's kind of getting buried on the depth chart between all their defensive line guys they've got last year and this offseason. And yeah, I think that I think I just gave him a C, and I think that that's a fair grade for them because they didn't really get anyone that was that's really contributing besides Gabe Davis and Tyler Bass. And Tyler Bass is a kicker, so I think that a C is a fair grade for them. All right then. All right, Sam. So what we got next? Who's, who's oh, the, Pan- the Panthers? Carolina, Carolina. You, you, you know, just... Since I have the well, most of them, oh, all right, yeah, he's got Carolina, which is Derek Brown, Yotir Gross Matos, Jeremy Chin, Troy Pride Jr., Kenny Robinson, Bravion Roy, Stanley Thomas Oliver. Pretty sure y'all probably didn't know who the last three were. Nope. I don't even nor, know who they are. Nor, nor do I care, to be honest. <laughs> uh, what do you guys give them? them an A minus. Those first three are very good picks. Jeremy Chin in the late second, their third pick. Very good pick right there. Okay. Right. Uh, I, I also gave them an A minus, and I think that they, like, who cares about the people that got picked after Jeremy Chin? Matos has been a pretty solid rotation guy for them. Derek Brown, a great run stuffer, and Jeremy Chin is a beast in the safety position. So, and I think that these guys are all, they all have a future here, or a future in Carolina. And for that reason, I think they're going to get a lot of value out of those three guys in particular. And even though that they're guys in the mid, like mid, late rounds, like some of them didn't pan out the way they hoped to just yet. I don't really think they care because they got a very good defensive haul so far. And I'm pretty sure that draft, they went all defense, if I remember correctly. So I think that they, they hit a pretty good percentage of picks in that draft. So I think an A minus is fair because I think they're gonna have a very very good Man, you, with those players. You guys are being really nice. I'm going with <laughs> my first grade for him was actually an A after the draft class. I'm going with a B plus. I didn't feel like yeah, I liked the top three picks, but I felt that all of them, maybe not Jeremy Chin, I didn't have a good second year. I didn't really hear that much about Derek Brown this year. Well, he's not a flashy though. player. He's a run star, no, but, which I think is but his, so but, but his, but his But his rookie year, I, I thought we heard a lot more of him. Um, your turn, Rose Matos was okay. Jeremy Chin was the only one I kept hearing about a lot. And even at that, I think it went down compared to his rookie year. I didn't think they have – now, they start off the, the season Panthers, really well, but it kind of fell. Panthers don't get much headline, though, because they're not a good football team. It's like saying that like, we didn't yeah. hear anything from Gilmore, even though he was quietly putting up some very good numbers. Well, unless you're a fan of him like me. I, I followed him all season long. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't really hear much about Carolina besides the oh, two hope to have you back. formations that Matt Rule was putting out there. Which were- oh, <laughs> hope, hope to have you back on the team, GOAT. Okay. okay. All right. Now we got the uh, Chicago Bears. 
Yeah, they have Cole Komet, Jalen Johnson, Travis Gibson, Kendall Vilder, Darnell Mooney, the GOAT, Arlington Hambright, and Latavius Simmons. Okay. I haven't going... heard of okay. most of them. All right. Uh, I gave them a B minor. Wait, so they got who? They got Komet, Mooney, Jalen Johnson. Johnson. That was a pretty Travis... much the big three there. Oh, don't forget about Kendall Vildor. Oh, yeah, Arlington Hambright, Patriot. Kend- um, Kendall Vildor. I gave him a B minus because Cole Komet, decent pick. Hasn't really played much. Or I haven't really heard much. Well, he's of played, him. but they don't really use him a lot because of Jalen Johnson, pretty good pick. Uh, Darnell Mooney, very good pick for a late fifth. And then obviously Arlington Hambright bringing it home. I think there's a B minus draft. Not no one really special, but not terrible. They got some pretty good players there. Yeah, I, mean, I originally. So... Oh, so that's all. Go ahead, Matt. Sorry, oh, no. I keep cutting you guys. All right, yeah, no worries. Um, so I also gave this team a B minus because I think that, I I think if they, we were doing this last year, I think the grade would be a little bit lower. But since Darnell Mooney took a big step up in his year, his second year, I think that. It's justifiable. Jalen Johnson was a pretty good corner last year and this year. I think he's probably one of the more underrated corners in the league. I don't think he gets enough recognition. I think he's pretty good at what he does. And I think Mooney took a step up. And I think Komet is still – I think he still has a lot of potential. I think that maybe they can they, – now that Komet and Mooney are really the, the main – and Montgomery, uh, those guys are the, kind of like the main three that Justin Fields has for weapons. So I think that both of them can see uh, – a little bit more of an increased workload in the offense now that they're going to kind of have like this identity shift and a bunch of new moving pieces working together. So for that, I think that they can take a step up this year, but I'm grading them as at this class as of last year and this year. And I think that right now, I think it's a B minus towards them, maybe even a C plus, but I'll, I'll be nice and give them a B minus. Well, I first gave them a C plus and it's sticking that way. Kind of like a Carolina thing. I mean, Cole Komet's been solid, but we haven't really seen like a – like I thought Cole Komet was going to be a huge beast. I wanted him in New England. I was mad when Bill traded back, and I was like, no, Bill. And I'm like, fine, you got more picks. At least make Cole Komet one. And then the Bears took him. I was so – I, I decided to hate both of the Bears draft picks all the rest of the night. But then they made – then they got Jane Johnson. I'm like, oh, but I like Jane Johnson. The same with Jane Johnson. I, think he had, he, I didn't think he had a great year too. Uh, same – Darnell Mooney, although I'm not going to blame it on him. The coaching was terrible. But yeah, just because – I don't think they really have – Jalen Johnson and Darnell Moore, they didn't really have great year twos. And Cole Komet, we haven't really seen the big pot from him. Like, I mean, Pat Freer move, I thought maybe may not have as much potential as Cole Komet was really good as rookie year. I'm going to go C plus, keep it the same with Chicago. And it could get worse because I'm not a fan of the new coaching hire. Going to Cincinnati. Joe the greatest draft class ever. Wow. Now you go. Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Logan Wilson – Akeem Davis Gaither, Khalid Kareem, Hakeem Adanaji, Adana, Adana, uh-huh. and Bailey. You pronounced it wrong, Sam. It's Joe Burr. No. All right. Be giving it, Sam. An A minus. They got their franchise quarterback. T. Higgins was a good uh, pick. Logan Wilson was a good pick. Akeem Davis Gaither is pretty good. Um. So, yeah, I give that an A-minus. 
I'm going to give this an A, and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to give this an A. Yes, they got their franchise quarterback, and they got a very good receiver, too, for the future. Logan Wilson's a very good pick as well for that defense. But this is kind of the class where they built the core to their Cinderella playoff run, right? I think that, like, they were bad, obviously, in 2019. But this was the – this like, T. Higgins, Joe Burrow, Logan Wilson, those are, those are the guys that really kind of – this is the main core that went to the Cinderella run. They, like these three pieces were huge pieces in this Super Bowl run, and yeah, for that reason, it's an A for me. I am giving them an A plus. Ooh, okay. You get Joe Shiesty, your franchise quarterback. You get T. Higgins, who is really cheap and really good as a wide receiver too. Logan Wilson, I'm a huge fan of. And I, and you said those are some main core guys, but you can't forget, I feel like they built an entire good young linebacker in the core in this draft class. Not only did they get Logan Wilson, they got Akeem Davis Gaither, who isn't that bad either. Marcus he, Bailey is a rotation guy. Yeah. Marcus Bailey is solid too. I thought they knocked it out of the park. In fact, I gave him an A originally for this draft class. My only my only note of that I didn't like was that they didn't draft a tight end. Because I re- I remember mocking a tight end to them. I wanted them to get a tight end so bad, and they never drafted one. Who do they Who do they get this offseason? Hayden Hurst? Is that who they got this offseason? Because they had used Elmo. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah, they got Hayden Hurst. I forgot about that. Yeah, so Bengals yeah. looking to repeat, but who knows? Yeah, All right, what's the next team? Browns. The next team is the Cleveland Browns. Cedric Willis, Grant Delpit, Jordan Elliott, Jacob Phillips. Harrison Bryant, Nick Harris, and Donovan Peoples-Jones. I gave them a B. Peoples-Jones was a steal in the late sixth. Harrison Bryant in the fourth wasn't a bad pick at all. Uh, Grant Delpit in the second, pretty good pick. And then Jedrick Willis in the first was a good pick. No one really special, but some pretty good starters there for them. Yeah, um, I gave them I, – I, I think I may have been a little harsh on this, but for me, B minus, okay? And I know I'm, I'm doing this because we saw talent from Jedrick Wills year one, but year two he took a step back, a tremendous step back. Delpit really hasn't been what we thought he'd be. And then Harrison Bryant could take a step up this year. He showed promise in his years, but he was a third tight end. And I think that a B minus is a – justifiable grade because of the step back of Wills because they really didn't knock it out of the park with any of these other picks. So B minus, maybe even a C plus on that area. B plus. I'm a huge Dredick Will guy. Um, I thought he should have been the first offensive tackle taken. I was like, oh, steal when he fell to them. Uh, Grant Delpin has been a little eh. Jordan Elliott has actually, he took a little slight jump this year. He's been solid. Um, Harrison Bryant has also been a solid guy, and I was a huge Donovan Peoples Jones guy. I wanted Bill to draft him, and he didn't steal for them. So B plus, they've got some solid guys, of course. Nobody that, like we said, no like legit game changers. Maybe outside Jedrick Wills, but B plus. I thought that was a pretty solid draft. I originally gave him an A plus. All right, time for America's team. Next, uh, next team is the Cowboys. Ceedee Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, Neville Gallimore. Reggie Robinson, Tyler Biad, I don't know how you say it, Biad is. Biadaz. Yeah, that. Uh, Bradley Anae and Ben DiNucci. I gave them Ben a- DiNucci. 
I gave them a B plus. CeeDee Lamb was obviously a good pick. Trayvon Diggs, meh. Uh, Tyler, be a, be a dad. That was a great pick. He started every he started every game, right? Yeah, he was a Travis Frederick replacement, and he's been good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Trayvon was – everyone thinks he was a great corner, great pick. Uh, okay, uh, look, I know, I know we, we hate how he's getting overrated, but I feel like you're underrating him now. Like, Trayvon's it's still, still it's not still It's still a good like, pick. Sam, let's be honest. Trayvon would be the you best corner on over a thousand yards. Trayvon would still be the best corner on our current roster. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he would. Okay, go ahead. To me, this is an A minus. All right, CD Lamb has been very good over his two years in Dallas. Um, Bidash has been a very good center for them, and will continue to be a very good center for them for a very long time. And Trayvon Diggs, as much as we love to hate Trayvon Diggs. He still he still did his role. He still forced turnovers when they needed him, even if they might have been a Mickey Mouse. He still did his role, and I think that 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 does get a little bit overshadowed. Is I don't like to judge talent by interceptions. You guys know that, but if you at the end of the day, if you get eleven to twelve interceptions, you play a role on the team, and I think that that's important, right? So for the, there's that reason they have a number one like they they have their number one corner their number one receiver and their center in this class I think that's an A minus grade for me. Yeah, A minus for me too. CD Lamb's good. Trayvon Diggs is also good. Neville Gallimore is solid. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Biadas is their center for the so yeah they got a future wide they got their wide receiver one their cornerback one and their center for the next five and they extend them probably ten years. But yeah, pretty good draft with the Cowboys in. It, it goes up from what I originally gave. I gave him a B plus at the time. Right. Okay. Sam um, Super Bowl pick. Not my Super Bowl pick. Oh, maybe. Uh, by the way, this is we're already over an hour. We have twenty three teams, so we should probably start speeding this up. Okay. We have yeah. the Broncos. Uh, notable names: Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Lloyd Cushenberry. Albert, not even gonna try that last name. Um, oh, Albert. A, oh. I'm gonna give them a B plus. Jerry Judy, uh, he should be a great receiver, but he hasn't really been with injuries, so I can't really say he's a great receiver, but he should be. KJ Hamler again, a pretty good, pretty solid receiver. Lloyd Cushenberry was pretty good. He started some games for them. Albert is going to start starting games for them with Fant going. So I think they got a pretty good draft going. Yeah. Yeah, uh, B for me. I think this can only go up, though, because – or it can go down, depending on how they perform. But this is a B for me because I think that they ha- they got pieces that I think were underutilized because of bad quarterback play injuries – all this kind of stuff. Cushionberry should take a step up. They hope he can take a step up. Jerry Judy, hope they hope he can take a step up. And Albert, they hope they can take a step up. And I think they have the potential to do it. And I think that, I think that that is decent enough for a B grading because we really haven't seen all that they can do just yet. I'm going to go A minus, actually. I'm being really nice to them. I'm a big Jerry Judy guy. I like KJ Hammer, too. Ojemudia is not a bad corner. Um, oh, Lloyd yeah. Cushionberry, 
Yeah, I'm a big Lloyd Christenberry fan. They also have McTelvin Agin, who's a pretty solid D tackle. He's okay. And I'm huge on Albert O. I, I can't wait to see his breakout season with Russ. But yeah, A minus. Time for the Detroit Lions. Well, I'll say them for now. Um, they got Jeff Okuda, DeAndre Swift, Julian Okwara, Jonah Jackson, Quintus Cepheus. Now we can. Quintus Cepheus. Those are the big ones. I'd go – well, you know, I'll let you guys go first. Uh, I give them an the A-. Lions. I give them an A-. Mm-hmm. Cephas was a pretty was a pretty big steal in the fifth. Um, Aquara was started some games for them. Jonah Jackson, I'm pretty sure he started games for them too, right? Yeah. Uh, Steel in the second, very good running back for them. Akuda, I don't really know. know what to think about Akuda. You've been disappointing. I'm gonna, I'm no. gonna be, I'm gonna be. A little bit mean, a little bit harsh on the Detroit Lions. C plus. Let me Whoa. explain. Let me explain why. DeAndre Swift, as good of a player as he is, he's a running back. That's probably one of the easier positions to take. You third overall in a very good draft class, you take Jeff Okuda, who has not been as advertised, not even close to what has been advertised. He was injured year two. He got yelled at on the bench even when he wasn't injured this year in that first game. In their first game, he was burnt toast last year. And so far, he really hasn't been very good. He hasn't been good at all. He yeah, could change. I'm not saying he can. Jonah Jackson's been solid. Um, DeAndre Swift. Quintus Cephas is, nah, not great. And But I think because they had such a high pick, and they, and as of right now, it looks like a huge bust with Okuda. I think that it kind of justifies itself for a C-plus rating, despite what they've done with Swift and something of Jonah Jackson. Yeah, Matt Patricia, that you could have still had a job in Detroit if you didn't draft Okuda. You could have just given the Patriots a third pick and we could have drafted Justin Herbert. And I would be fine with you in Detroit. Uh, I'm actually going to go – I'm with Matt, actually. I've heard they had him a bit higher, but you know what? He's right. Now I'll go B-. minus. I do like Swift, and Okwara's been solid. Jonah Jackson's been okay. I, I think you're disrespecting Quintus Cepheus. And by the way, Sam, the only reason he was a, a steal and fell in the fifth round is because – he was accused of sexual assault, but was proven that it was a false accusation. No way. Yeah. In fact, ESPN put that on the thing where, like, Quintus is born here or something about his family and then accused of sexual assault, but was uh, it was found out to be false accusations. Okay. Yeah. And now we got the Green Bay Packers. The infamous Jordan Love pick, A.J. Dillon, Josiah DeGura, the rest of them class. don't. That's, that's yeah, the the, 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 yeah, the rest of them don't even care. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I, I don't think uh, there is a rest of them. I think that's no, the last. No, no, no they, they have, have one. Like, they have like five, but, six more people. Yeah, but uh, nobody cares about them. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, for the Packers, I give them a C. Uh, I kind of want to put that down a little bit. I'll give them a, a C minus. Jordan Love, awful pick. AJ Dillon, um, some people would say he's better than Damien Harris. I would not. <laughs> Josiah DeGuara with Tanyan might be gone, so that could be a pretty good pick. For, uh... Tanyan already resigned. That would be good. Yep. Wait, they got Tanyan in this one? 
No, no, Tanya no, was no. Because he was a free Tanya agent. I didn't think he already was coming. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, no one special at all. Besides AJ Dillon's all right. Yeah, this is this is a D. This is a D, maybe even a D minus. This, but this is a terrible. Player. I wanted to give him a D, but I didn't. A, AJ I mean, Dillon is their only good player they got, but he's a running back, and he's he's a running back two with that. I mean, he's well, not even a running. He's not really a true running back two. You know what I'm talking about? Running back he's, one for the Patriots, according to some people. Running running back one on another team, but running back two with Green Bay, but that's still not grounds for like anything higher just because they botched Jordan Love so far. Did Josiah DeGuar has been buried in the depth chart. Even when he has gotten the opportunity, he hasn't really done anything with it. And then yeah. if that's their class, too, that's that's not very good. D, D plus, the plus is only because A.J. Dillon. And by the way, to any people that don't think Aaron Rodgers is a top 10 quarterback, this draft class proves it. This dude has made it to the – to the NC the NFC championship twice in the last three years despite having this as one of his draft class. All right, next up we got the Houston Texans, which they didn't get a first round pick of the Lermy Tunsil trade. They had Ross Blacklock, Jonathan Greenard. That's it. <laughs> in fact, even the first time, I don't think I had to have even said their name. Those are just yeah, solid Black guys. Blacklock is really all the one the only one I've heard of. Texans, I give them a C plus. They didn't really have that many picks, so it's hard to hit when you only have what, five picks the whole draft and not even a first. So I can't really judge them too much, but they did get a pretty good player in the second round, Ross Blacklock. So that's what carried them to the C plus. All right, me C minus. Right, and. Yes, they didn't have picks, but they also used those picks to trade for Laramie Tunsil. And they ended up using that, that second-round pick that they got was in the Hopkins deal. So they had three picks to start the draft, and they got a second-round pick. Yeah, but this isn't, this, isn't, this isn't about the trades. This is about just straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, just saying that's how they got the, I'm just saying that's how they got the pick. I'm not going to grade the class, but Blacklock really hasn't been that good. Their play, the, the player that I think is really good that they got is yeah. yeah, I think that's the I think that's the player that was really good, but for me this is a C minus. Even though Grenard is a pretty good player, yeah, C minus for me too. Because outside of Grenard and Blacklock, the rest of this is garbage. So now we move on to their division rival, the Indianapolis Colts, who drafted Michael Pittman Jr., Jonathan Taylor, Julian Blackman, Jacob Eason, Danny Pinter, Isaiah Rogers, Desmond Patton. Jordan Glasgow and Robert Winsdor. Okay, I give the Colts an A. Pittman uh, was pretty pretty good for them. I mean, he's not oh, he, what? Oh no, I, I can hear you fine, Sam. It's messed. That's like I, I can hear you, Sam. Bad. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can we continue uh, on, Sam? All right. So I give them an A. Pittman. Not a receiver one, but he did play like one for them. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, obviously the star of this draft class. Julian Blackman, pretty decent player for them. Jacob Eason, he's a backup. Isn't there anymore? So you can't really judge him too much. Yeah, Eason's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's in the Chargers, right? No, Mm -hmm. Seahawks. Well, it's Eason. Yeah, he's a Seahawk. 
Patman and Rod, uh, Desmond Patman and Isaiah Rogers are pretty solid for them. Well, Rogers is Patman. I'm pretty sure got one touchdown. I think that was made been his one grab. He's just more of a depth guy. That's fine. Hey, it's more. It's more than what Nikhil Harry had this year. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, this is also an A for me. I think Sam kind of mentioned it. Pittman is going to be a very good piece for them long term. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a good piece for them. I think they're going to break with the like. There's not many running backs that I think should be getting paid. But Jonathan Taylor is definitely one of them. He showed tremendous promise in both years. Um, Julian Blackman is good when healthy. I'm pretty sure he got injured this year. But um, when he was healthy in his rookie year, he was pretty good. And, yeah, I think that that – and Isaiah Rodgers is a pretty good piece there. And also that offensive guard did catch a touchdown. Danny Pinter, I think his name is. He, he caught a touchdown this year. Yeah. He got one touchdown. Yeah, I stopped nice. watching that game because Jonathan Taylor dropped a forty bomb on me. So. <laughs> this is this is an A for sure. You guys are undervaluing. I think this is an A plus. They got a bunch of core pieces and a bunch of uh solid guys that are like ro- rotational death guys to there. So I think this is a, this is a great draft. They knocked out of the park. A plus for the Colts. My second A plus. Okay. So next up, another division rival, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They took C.J. Henderson, Calavion Chase on Lavisca Chenault. As Shaquille Colin Johnson, did he even? I think he made the roster. Jake Lutton. And yeah, that's about notable guys. Uh, okay, so for the Jaguars, they got CJ Henderson, who's not on the team anymore, but when he was on the team, he was pretty solid for them. Uh, Clavon was not great, but okay. And he's young, so he still has time to get better. LaVisca Chenault. Uh, was the wide receiver one because of injuries. Uh, Shaquille Quarterman, I don't really know much about him, but I haven't heard his name every once in a while. Uh, that's really all I know about that. All right, let's speed run this. Jaguars get a C. C.J. Henderson was not very good when he was there. He was okay, not very good, though. Still had plenty of room to grow, and they traded him for basically nothing. Um, Clavon Chason, bad. Hasn't been good all uh, throughout his career yet. Not yet. Levisi Chenault, pretty solid player, but nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy there. And then who else did they get? Any anyone good? Anyone decent? Um, got some starts for them. I mean, he's that's good. A, yeah, that's a C for me. Yeah, I'm with Matt C too. Um, I was a huge fan of Chason, but he hasn't really worked out there. Henderson's not even there, and. Isn't there rumors that they might trade Chenault? So, like, those are your, like, probably three best players from that draft, and they might be gone. All right, now we go to one of the best teams in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, who took Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Willie Gay Jr., Lucas Niang, Legereus Sneed, former Patriot legend, Takarius Keys. Uh, I give them a C-. minus, Or, no, a C. Uh, Clyde was not good, but I mean, he played the role that he needed to. Willie Gay, all right. Uh, Legereus Snead was a steal in the fourth, so that's what makes them a C. All right. Um, B minus. Uh,
Is Matt lagging for you? Yeah, but he'll be back. Um, so I'll go on mine. I'm gonna actually go with a B for the Chiefs. Um, you all have really hating on Clyde, but Clyde carried me in fantasy football, so I will forever be love Clyde. I will forever love Clyde. He will be one of my favorite players. Dude carried me in fantasy in a league where I won almost six hundred bucks. Willie Gay Jr. I like a lot. I think he's really good. Lucas Nyang has been solid. Legarius Sneed has been really good. I'm a fan of his. But yeah, that's a B for me on the on the Clyde pick. Let's try to see if we can get Matt back with some technical difficulties. Uh, in the meantime, we got the Raiders. Yeah. I gave one. them a C minus. Um, Henry Ruggs. You don't know what happened there. Damon Arnett, again. You don't know what happened there. Lynn right, Bowden. Yeah, you're good now. All right. We're on the Raiders. Uh, was traded him. Yeah. I didn't send him to Miami. I was a fan of his. I thought he was going to be good. Uh, and then Brian Edwards is pretty good. He starts there. It's a pretty good pick for the late uh, third. Uh, what did you yeah, give them? I just gave him a C minus. I'm going to go flat C. Brian Edwards is the only guy I like from there. Now, they had guys with potential, like Brian Ruggs and Arnett, but both of them ruined their careers. Well, one of them ruined his career. The other one is on the way to ruining his career. Amik Robinson's solid, and that's about it. Hopefully, Brian Edwards can be as good as I think he can. Or at least be a solid wide receiver through. He's shown some glimpses. Yeah. Um, to me, honestly, this is an F. Because this, this is an F Brian for me. Edwards. Because, yeah, but, but yes, Brian Edwards is not – he's solid, but he's not anything great, and he can't alone carry this class. So, for me, this is an F because they, they have two first-round picks, and they wasted two first-round picks. Henry Ruggs, as good as he was when he played his couple games this year in 2021, he's not in the league anymore. He won't be in the league for the Raiders playing games anymore. Arnett is an idiot and called somebody out and got cut. And even when he was out on the field, he wasn't good. So, for me, and Lynn Bowden got traded like right after they drafted him. So yeah, for me, this is this is a this is an F because I think character is just as important as drafting a player. That's why you see people slipping because of character concerns. And yes, the Raiders can't control this, but still, it happened, and because it happened, it's an F because they can't get any value besides Brian Edwards and his ceiling as a wide receiver three. So, <laughs> guys, you want all the notes I gave them about them, like. I gave them a B plus. I was like, I'm a bit iffy on some of the picks, but you know what? I trust John Gruden. No way. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right, now we go to the Raiders rivals, the Los Angeles Chargers, who took Justin Herbert, Kenneth Murray, who I wanted so bad, Joshua Kelly, and KJ Hill. Okay. I guess uh, I'll go first. I'm gonna go for. Uh, I'll go A minus. Herbert has been no, actually, A and A. Herbert has been phenomenal. I want to give him an A plus, but the rest of these guys has just been like Kenneth Murray. He's he was been a bit disappointing. Now I'm glad that Bill didn't take him, even though I wanted him so bad. Joshua Kelly's like he's I. KJ Hill was solid. I think his rookie year, and I haven't heard from him ever again. But I'll go with an A. But it could be an A plus if Kenneth Murray played a bit better. I give the Chargers an A. And I give the Chargers an A simply because of Justin Herbert. And I think that 
because Justin Herbert was drafted here, I think that he's the reason why the Chargers were able to be a little bit of an attractive landing spot for like guys that signed at a free agency. The guys they were able to trade. And because of that, that's a A for me. Yeah, I give them an A as well. You got your franchise quarterback and Herbert. Kenneth Murray hasn't really been playing great, but again, he's young and he has time. I think he will. I think he can get better. Josh Kelly, pretty good pick for a fourth rounder. That's really it. All right then. Now we got the other LA team, team I despise, the Rams. Cam Akers, Van Jefferson, Terrell Lewis, Terrell Burgess, Bryson Hopkins, Jordan Fuller. Yeah, I gave them a B plus. Akers, good pick. Uh, Van Jefferson, good pick. Burgess was a pretty good pick. Bryson Hopkins played a little bit, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I want to give them a B plus for that. All right. I thought I'm I'm with Sam B plus. They're all good, solid guys. Nobody really up there to like A tier guys, but some of them have potential to be. They're just pretty solid B to B plus type of guys. So I'll go B plus also. I think this is the first grade that we've all coherently agreed on. B plus for me as well because Acres Van Jefferson might see a role if Odell uh, for the first half of the season anyway. If Odell is resigned. Um, Terrell Burgess can be something good. I think he is already pretty decent. And Jordan Fuller was a captain for them last year before he got injured for the playoff run. He and he started games, so I think that that is saying something to get a captain in whatever run they got Jordan Fuller in. But this is a B plus grade. They got some pretty solid players. They got him where Brady was. All right, Miami time. Tua Tagovailoa, terrible. Austin Jackson. Noah Igbenogany, Robert Hunt, Raekwon Davis, Solomon Kindley. My God, they drafted a bunch of guys. And the rest don't even matter. They Maybe yeah, yeah. They got Malcolm, Perry. Malcolm Perry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, give this, I give this draft class a D. Might be generous. Tua, awful. The fourth best quarterback in this division. Uh, mm, Robert I don't think Zach Wilson's over him yet. Yeah, not yet. I would. Malcolm if he does Perry as good as I expect him to, he will. Champion. Uh, really, not much to talk about. When Malcolm Perry is being talked about in your draft class, I tell you, know it's bad. Uh, D plus. I think plus just because we'll see what Tua does with all these weapons, and I, I, I like uh, what's his name, uh, Raquan Davis. He's okay. Brandon Jones is also solid, so. I'll go with that. But, yeah, the yeah. rest of it's like, yeah. D-plus for me as well. Like, they, they squandered their top pick with Tua. Even though, like, even if he becomes decent, they still took him over Herbert, which at the time, I guess, was fair. But now it just looks terrible. And they really didn't – they really haven't done anything. But, like, they had three first-round picks, and they flopped on all of them. So – for me, this is this is a D plus grade just because they flopped in all those picks and they they I mean Robert Hunt and Raquan Davis are, are they they guess they're solid depth pieces. Robert Hunt, the touchdown that never was, but um, yeah, this is probably a D plus for me because of failed first rounders more than anything. All right, now we got the Vikings who got 
the best receiver to ever exist, Justin Jefferson, Jeff Gladney, Ezra Cleveland, Cam Dan- Cameron Dantzler, and that's OKJ oh, Osborne, and that's about it. I got I gave this one a B. Jefferson, obviously, great receiver. KJ Osborne, a steal. Uh, but Dantzler, Gladney, never really paying out. Gladney's not even on the team. Uh, they also got um, Harrison Hand, which I believe started a, or played for them a little bit. So I want you to be. I, I'm going to go with B plus just because of how I can't disrespect Justin Jefferson like that. And I think Ezra Cleveland is pretty solid. So B plus for me. I was going to say, I want to trade for Cameron Dantzler. I'd like to see what he'd do in New England. Besides allowing game winners to the Lions. All right, Matt, you can go now. I'll say some more technical difficulties. We'll move on to the next team, our favorite team. The greatest franchise in oh, the Vikings, isn't it? Yeah, Matt, it's lagging with yours. Yeah, we'll just we'll see. Let me get back on. Um, we got the New England Patriots who drafted Kyle Duggar, Kyle Duggar, Josh Uche, and oh, what up, Matt? Anthony oh, okay. Jennings, yeah. Devin Asiasi. <laughs> Dalton Keene, Justin uh, Warwick, Matt, Matt, what was your thing on the Vikings? Oh, Vikings. Or what was just a uh, grade? I gave him a B. What was the grade? Justin Jefferson. All right. Okay. Dance, okay. I gave him a B. All right. The, actually, I'm reading all their picks, but most of them stuck. I'm just going to go with the picks that have been solid. The Patriots, Cal Uche, and Michael Wendell. Um... I guess that's B, which is actually what I gave it gave them when when we got this draft class. Everybody else sucked, but the, those three guys have been solid for us. Like they like they have roles on our team. Our future strong, our well, our strong safety of the future. A good offensive lineman that that can play. Yeah, uh, an offensive lineman that can play mostly everywhere. I think besides center. And I mean Uche, we're we're still holding out faith for him, but this is probably his last chance. By the way, just like the gritty one, <laughs> my my notes were in Bill we trust. Yeah. Um, uh, I gave them an A minus. Ooh, I might be a little high. What? I think that is high. Sam, Sam, was a fucking steal. Sam, Anthony Jennings, Devin Asiasi, Dalton yeah, King, Justin Warwell, Justin Heron, Cash yeah, Malia, hey, Justin Ritter. Listen, listen to me. Listen to me. Duggar, amazing pick. Great player. Um, uh, I'm not gonna say so. Young, no, young. he's been a good, a good player. I don't, I'm not gonna go great yet. Not great. Not, yeah, yeah. Good. Uche, very good player. Uche, I think. Um, I think with time he'll get better. Uh, Asi didn't really pan out as we wanted him to. Dalton Keen though is expected to get starts at fullback. No, but I'd rather run John Ruffin. I'd rather run John Ruffin. Why did we let go of Yaku? I thought we were saying no fullback. No, because I I think Bill would rather go with Dalton Keene, which is dumb. Yaku is like really good. It doesn't matter what we want because Dalton Keene is rumored to get starts there. Man, I I guarantee you John will be it. That's the steal. Justin Heron, even though he's not great, he's not good even. 
he still started for us and played a role for us, so that's why I gave him a minus. Yeah. All right. B minus. Um, Duggar is good. Obviously, he plays a lot of positions on our defense. He's versatile. That's very good for our defense. Unwenu kind of got lost in the shuffle last year. He had a great rookie year. Kind of got lost in the shuffle last year with starts when Karras kind of took over his spot when he probably should have been starting, but we're not going to talk about it. We'll see Uche more of him this year. Uche hasn't been great so far. He might do something year three. I don't know. I've never been high on Uche. Um, and then the rest of our picks are like Anthony Jennings, one of those guys that we were like, oh, just you wait till he breaks out, and he never breaks <laughs> out. And um, Dal- Dalton Keene, Devin Asiasi can't ignore how bad those tight end picks were. What was it like a total of how many? There was like seven catches maybe for our tight ends that year. Ridiculous. And I'm and pretty sure like whatever there was like two tight ends that went after them that were way better. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but regardless, bad picks there. Yeah, so far, and then bad picks with our later round picks besides on one is so B minus because we got Doug around on Yeah, look, I think I'm about to name one that was probably better than both of them that went after them. The next team is the Saints. They got Cesar Reese, Zach, uh, Zach Bond, and here's the tight Adam Trotman. And actually, and, Tom, yeah. and Tommy Stevens, they only drafted like four guys or five guys. Yeah, they only had four. So, uh, I this is tied for my worst draft. Which is? Uh, I give him a D minus. Wow. Okay. Nobody. Bit low. No. Absolutely nobody there. Then I guess you don't watch Saint football games. Wow. It's D minus. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go. I gave him a C plus. I think that. Yeah, they had no picks, but Cesar Ruiz is a pretty solid player when he's healthy. Adam Troutman is pretty solid when he's healthy. And yeah, they're not flashy picks by any means, but like you said, like your role, like your argument with Justin Heron, for Christ's sake, they, they play <laughs> roles for the teams and they, they actually do it pretty well. So C plus for me. I'm just going with C. I'm with Matt here. Yeah, they're just solid guys that play their roles. Nothing above and beyond. I was a big Zach Bond guy. He's been disappointing, but hopefully he can get better. But I'm going to go see. Uh, now we got the New York Giants who drafted <laughs> Andrew Thomas, Xavier McKinney, Matt Pert, Darnell, Darnay Holmes, Shane Lemieux, Carter Coughlin, and Tay Crowder. Yeah, this this class was a D. They had so many wow. picks and got <laughs> oh, no. nobody. What? They got nobody. <laughs> no. What? Are you serious? Andrew yeah. Thomas is all right. Xavier McKay is all right. No, Xavier McKay is no. really good. And Andrew Thomas is very good this year as well. Yeah, yeah. Xavier McKinney is the fifth best safety on the Patriots. He's not that good. That is not true. He's good. He wants to be Jabril Pepper so bad. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a B minus. Even maybe I might even bump him up to a B. Oh. Andrew okay, Thomas, right. oh. okay Andrew man, Thomas I think that's a bit too high. Andrew Thomas was good. Xavier McKinney is good, and Darnay like those guys are both good. Those guys are both good picks. No. I think a B minus is probably no. more fair, but you know, you know those what? Guys are good picks. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, B minus. I had a C plus at first, but you know what? Matt's right. They actually have been really good. I'm. I thought Darnell Darnay Holmes has been really good for them. Uh, yeah. The linebackers have been solid. Matt Pert's been okay. Andrew Thomas, like Matt said, he didn't bounce back this year. 
Xavier McKinney was really good. Mm-hmm. He was one of the players that wasn't talked about that much this year, but he was really good. Now we go to the next New York team, the Jets, who got Mekhi Becton, Denzel Mims, Ashton Davis, uh, LaMichael Pirine, Bryce Hall. Yeah. Um, I gave this an A minus. How is this, how is this, this a better grade than the Giants? How is this a better grade than the Giants? Makai Becton, great pick. Denzel Mims, still young. Not a great pick. No. Ashton Davis was a great pick. Well, Michael P. Ryan didn't really play for them, but he's still good. Bryce Hall, steal in the late fifth. I'm going to go B minus with this one just because, again, yeah, Makai Becton's been good. Ashton Davis has been solid. Bryce Hall has been okay. Lameko Pereira has been his role. And Denzel Mims, we're still waiting for the pop out. I don't think we're going to see it, but I'll go B minus just like the Giants. Yeah. But I think I give the Giants a slight edge just by being a B minus. I'm going to give him a B minus as well. Makai Becton's good when healthy. He was injured this year, though, unfortunately. Bryce Hall, big steal. He took a big jump this year. Um, Ashton Davis plays a role. He's pretty sure he's their starting free safety, and I think he's going to play yeah. a bigger role now that Marcus May is gone. And with Jordan Whitehead, got and isn't Joiner gone too? Yeah, Joiner's gone. Yeah, so he's going to play a bigger role this year. We're waiting on the Mims thing, but I don't know if it'll ever happen because I think they're, he's just going to get buried in the depth chart because you don't really have that much of an opportunity in the NFL when you're bad in your year one, year two. So. Yeah, be minus for me. I think they got some good players, but nothing eye popping besides Makai. And he wasn't healthy this year, so I think a B minus is plenty fair. Okay, next draft, I'm pretty sure one of us is going to get me a really bad grade. It could be the worst grade we give. The Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Rager, Jalen Hurts, Davion Taylor, Kayvon Wallace, Jack Driscoll, John Hightower, and Quez Watkins. Oh, nice. don't forget about Prince Tego Wanagohu. What are we going there, Sam? Is that an F? Or Matt? Um, I'll go. Um, I don't think it's an F. I think it's a uh, – oh, Sam's gone for now. Uh, so I gave him a C-. minus. Um, I think – I'm not even though I'm not the biggest believer in Jalen Hurts, he could still be their guy. They're still experimenting with that. And Quez Watkins is is not a bad receiver. Like people think, people think he's bad. I don't think he's terrible. I think that he has wide receiver three upside. And if Jalen Hurts does become at least a solid starter for them, I think that this is decent. It's not awful. Well, it is awful, but it's not. It's not as awful as you think. If Hurts does something and Quez Watkins does something, so C minus for me. Uh, I'm gonna go with you know what? Oh, just a solid C because I think Davion Taylor has been okay. Kevin Wallace, I was a fan of, he's been okay. Jack Driscoll, I and yeah, you're right with the receivers there. Can be solid. I'm just gonna go with solid C. Wait, Sam, man, what are you going with? So, he am a C minus. I'm going with a C. Oh, you guys no, are wait, no, shocked by this one. You're gonna give I'm him an A just because of, wow. because of Jay, because of Jalen Hurts. He, we know he loves Jalen Hurts. No, I'm just fucking kidding. This fucking class sucks. I give him a D. <laughs> <laughs> April Fools. All right. The Don't Pittsburgh. The next Pennsylvania team, this Pittsburgh Steelers, got Chase Claypool, 
Alex Highsmith, Anthony McFarlane, Kevin Dotson, and that's about it. Uh, I so, gave this. Uh, I gave this one a C minus. Claypool gonna have to step up with Juju gone. Anthony he McFarlane's all right. He's not really gonna play though. Um, Alex Highsmith, I've seen his name every once in a while. I don't really watch Steelers games, but I have seen his name uh, thrown around every once in a while. So I give him a C minus. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go with. I'm actually going with a C plus. I like Claypool and Dotson's okay, and Highsmith I also like too. Oh yeah, okay. right. well, I'll, I'll I'll bump it up. I'll bump it up to a solid C. I don't think Claypool needs to take as big of a step up as you think because Juju was injured all last year. And Plus, Deontay wide Johnson, receiver one, yeah. Deontay, Deontay Johnson's Johnson. the receiver one. It's not Claypool. So, uh, see, Claypool's solid. Um, yeah, Highsmith took a decent step up last year, and Kevin Dotson's all right. So, see for me. All right, San Fran got Javon Kinlaw, Brandon Ayuk, Colton McKivitz, Charlie Warner, and Jawan Jennings. I think you know, I might think this is a little high, but I give them an A minus. Ooh, yeah. actually not a bad grade to give them. Pretty good, pretty good pick for them. Brandon, Brandon Ayuk is also a really good. good pick for them. Yeah, um, the rest of the guys have worked their roles. I'm actually with Sam. I'm an A minus too. A minus, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll give him. I'm gonna give him a B plus because I think Kinlaw Kinlaw isn't as advertised just yet. I think he's. True. I think he, I'm very high on Kinlaw, but I, he's not there yet. I like Brandon Ayuk. Juwan Jennings was a steal in the late rounds, and yeah, be my B plus for me actually. Why didn't we draft Juwan Jennings? <laughs> uh, the Seahawks, their rivals. They got Jordan Brooks, Daryl Taylor, Damian Lewis, Colby Parkinson. DJ Dallas, Alton Robinson, and Freddie Swain. Mm. On Steven Sullivan. Mm. Well, you guys are hating it. Loki, I'm, I'll go first. I'm going to go with B. I like Jordan Brooks. I think he, I think he's improved. Yeah, I think he's improved. DJ Dallas has been solid. Same with Freddie Swain. I think sounds right. David Lewis has not been a bad offensive lineman. And he just got a, a couple solid guys. I'm, yeah, I go, you know, even C+. I think Jordan Brooks now with Wagner guys gonna have a good year. They're really pop off. So C plus. I don't think he's that bad of a draft for the Seahawks. Yeah, C C C minus around there, right in between. Um, we're still waiting for them all to break out. If Jordan Brooks breaks out, this can go higher. But um, for me right now, from what I've seen, Jordan Brooks is really their only decent player out of here. And for me, that's just a C grade. I'm with Matt, C-minus, borderline D-plus. Really no one great here again, what Matt said. If they break out, it'll obviously be higher, but for now, give them a C-minus. All right. Well, time for the GOAT Tom Brandstater's team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) They got Tristan Wirth, Antoine Winfield, Keyshawn Vaughn, Tyler Johnson, and that's about it. Pretty good class. I'm going to give them an A-minus. Tristan Wirfs, obviously, great pick. Antoine Winfield, great pick. Keyshawn Vaughn, even, pretty good pick. Tyler Johnson was a pretty good pick in the fifth. All really good picks here. I'm going to give them an A-. Minus. Going B-plus. Tyler B-plus. Tyler Johnson hasn't really been that solid. Keyshawn Vaughn also. Tristan Wirfs is good. Antoine Winfield, I don't think he was as good as he was his rookie year, but he's still good. So I'm going to go B-plus. 
Yeah, I'm also on the B plus wave. We obviously know how good Tristan Wirfs is. We know how good Antoine Winfield can be. And yeah, for that reason B plus because they're both pretty good players on both sides of the ball. Almost done, guys. That's two teams. Crazy. The Titans. Tennessee Titans took Isaiah Wilson, Christian Fulton, Darrington Evans, Cole McDonald. And that's it. Oof. I'm giving this an F. This is this is terrible. We don't even have to talk much about this. This is awful. Mm. Darrington Evans is the best pick there. That's I disagree with that. No, Christian Fulton, Fulton exists. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a D plus just because of Fulton and Evans. But the rest is like yeah. D minus yeah. because of Fulton and Isaiah Wilson. Like you, like like you said, it's borderline F because of Isaiah Wilson. They got one game out of their first round pick, and then because he was a dumbass, gets cut. <laughs> And because he did cry, he did something. I forget what he did. It was stupid, though. He gets cut for it, and they only got one yeah, start. Yeah. Former first round. I don't think he's playing. He, he, he went to the Giants, like, and then he went to the Giants practice squad. But I don't think he ever made the roster. He, now he's he, got, he signed with Miami as well, thinking that he did his act together, and he gets cut there because he was bad. Yeah. So he kind of ruined his own career. So for me, D minus because of Christian Fulton, he's, he's pretty solid. And now the Washington Commanders. They got Chase Young, Antonio Gibson, Shadik Charles, Antonio Gandy Golden, Kaleki Hudson, Carmen Carmen Cur- Curl, and James Smith Williams. A minus. Chase Young is a beast. I- I'm waiting for them to finally give Gibson his touches because he's amazing. Shadik Charles has been a solid O lineman. Um, Antonio Gandy Golden. Well, he hasn't been that good, but I've been waiting for his pop. I like him. And Kaliki Hudson and J- James Smith Williams are good rotational guys. And I'm a big Cam and Curl fan, so I'm gonna go A minus. I thought this was not a bad draft. B plus. Um, Even though I gave him a bad grade at the beginning, I gave him a C plus in the beginning. Draft class way better than I thought. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, I gave him B plus. Um, Chase Young did take a step back year two. But we know how good of a player Chase Young can be. Antonio Gibson, kind of the same deal. Took a little bit of a step back, but we know how good of a player he was his rookie year alongside Chase Young. And as you said, I'm a huge Cameron Curl fan as well. I think he's one of the more underrated safeties in the league. And yeah, I think I think all of them are going to have big year threes. So for that reason, B plus. I give them an A. Chase Young, again, we know how good he can be. Antonio Gibson in the third round, very good pick. Antonio Antonio Gandy Golden, not good, but I mean he played a role. He he played for a fourth round pick. It's not terrible. And then Cameron Curl in the seventh. Cameron Curl in the seventh was a really good pick. Very good pick. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give them an A for that one. Yeah. Well, that does it for this mock draft. Yeah, that's going to wrap it for this episode. Like we said, guys, this is uh, draft season, so we'll continue with more draft talks. We'll probably do another one like this next week with draft. Then we'll probably get to giving you our rankings for the draft players. And like I said, the draft and then the mock draft. Yeah, and then the mock draft. Yeah. But and honestly, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm more. I'm like, yeah, because this, since we haven't done anything in off season, like our entire season rides on this draft. Honestly. Yeah. 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 Um, make sure to so, go follow the TikTok uh, at yeah, that's the football profit. I posted a reaction to the uh, Devontae Parker trade. Although you've probably heard most of it in here, but yeah, go ahead and do that. Like I said, that will wrap it for this this one. See you guys.
All right, later. All right, see you.